Hello, and welcome to the Ground and Grow podcast. I'm your host, Kayla Estenson-Williams. I'm a Minnesota-based marriage and family therapist, yoga teacher, and I create mental health content to help you ground and grow. I hope you enjoy this episode. Now let's begin. Hello, I hope you are all doing well today. In this episode, I'm going to talk about why therapy is beneficial to us parents um, and kind of five specific ways that I think it's most beneficial. And I'm obviously coming here because this is one of my specialties, right? So therapy for, for parents or folks navigating pregnancy or postpartum and all of that jazz is a specialty of myself and my practice, Minnesota Attachment Collective. And I just think that even when we don't feel like we're hitting rock bottom in parenthood, even if we're not struggling at a super high intensity, therapy's helpful. And I think a lot of folks, um, Maybe don't give themselves the space to connect to therapy in parenthood because it's understandable, right? Like parenthood is often very busy. You might have a lot going on. You might have some really tough routines and all of that jazz um, going into the mix of things. And a lot of us parents tend to fill from an empty cup, right? So we want the best for our children. We put a lot of energy into them but we struggle to allocate that same amount of energy to us um, because maybe we feel selfish or like we're doing something wrong by doing that. And so this episode, I hope, is just a reminder for any parents out there that your your mental health matters, right? Your uh, sense of self matters, how you're feeling on a daily basis matters. All of that matters first and foremost for you. And as an added bonus, like, doing this work is going to help you as a parent. It's going to help your kids. I think most of us can reflect and be like, oh, it would have been nice if my uh, parent or parents went to therapy and did their own work when I was a kiddo. So here is your opportunity to kind of like interrupt that cycle and show up for yourself because it's going to help your kids too. So let's dig into five of the many ways, but these are kind of five of the top ways that I see in, in my practice, in my colleagues' practices, how um, therapy is really helpful for parents. So first and foremost, it, it helps us to learn how to regulate our emotions during all of the challenges of parenthood. Parenthood is going to bring up stuff. Um, each phase of parenthood has its own challenges. For me, my kiddo is a toddler, and so... Um, She's doing a great job at expressing her emotions, expressing her likes and her dislikes, expressing and letting us know when she's um, not feeling well or when she's teething, which seems to be all the time, and when she's struggling with things. And sometimes those emotions are big, right? Toddlers have big emotions. If you are a parent of a highly sensitive kiddo, you know those emotions can be really big sometimes. And they can be dysregulating for us as parents, right? One, of course, we want our kiddo to feel comfortable, happy. We want them to be doing well. Um, And two, it's just hard, right? It's hard when 
things feel chaotic at home, right? When when your home is a mess because toys are all over the place, the schedule's a mess, um, you haven't been able to just sit down and eat and enjoy a meal, and now your kiddo is expressing an emotion in a big way that maybe doesn't feel super comfortable for your own nervous system. I know this is something that shows up for me. So it's... Um, you're not a bad parent for struggling with that, for getting frustrated by those emotions sometimes and how they come out. It's normal. It's human. Your nervous system is going to get dysregulated sometimes. So therapy is a great space for us to, one, just process what that feels like, kind of talk about that experience. Your therapist is going to be able to um, help normalize that process, right? Like that it's normal that your kiddo is expressing emotions, that it's normal that sometimes those emotions are uncomfortable for you to hold space for or to experience on the parent end of things and give you some tools to help regulate that. Uh, because of course, sometimes when our kiddo is going through a tough emotion, we want to fix it. We want to solve it. We want to get past it. Um, Sometimes the only thing that we can really do is just regulate our own emotion in that and, and help them ride that emotion out. And often that is the best thing that we can do for our kid. Because when we practice regulating our own nervous system, kind of being the grounding calm while they might experience these highs and lows, um, we are modeling those skills, right? We are modeling how we can take a deep breath, how we can take a step back, how we can maybe talk about emotions in a way that is a bit more regulated. So they're going to benefit by co-regulating with us, uh, knowing that, okay, uh, mom or, you know, whatever parent feels safe. So I can feel safe. That maybe helps me regulate my emotion. And over time, right, as developmentally appropriate, they pick up on those skills. We can even express the skills that we're practicing. We can teach them to our kids. And I think that is something a lot of us as parents maybe didn't experience ourselves as children. And so this is a great opportunity to learn them now, learn those skills in therapy, practice them in our daily life, and then teach our kids, right? Because that's, I think, going to set them up for so much success, right? Being able to observe and regulate your own emotion, um, which doesn't mean fix it. <laughs> Sometimes it means riding the wave of something tough. Uh, but being able to do that is a major life skill, which is not really taught and is not really valued, but it is huge. It makes all of the difference on so many different levels. So first main benefit of therapy is it helps you to kind of regulate your nervous system, regulate those emotions during the challenges of parenthood. And then we kind of go into um, some of that attachment stuff, right? So this isn't going to be for every person, but I know a lot of the folks that I work with because I have this blend of um, working with new parents and working with attachment trauma stuff is that um, therapy helps us to process our own attachment wounds or tough stuff in childhood or, you know, whatever that kind of stuff is um, that is often going to be triggered in parenthood. Right. So as a parent, you might find that you struggle with the emotions that your parents struggled to hold space for for you. Right. If um, if your parents tried to like fix or squelch tough emotions like sadness or anger or whatever, uh, you might one not know how to hold space for that, but two feel just extra dysregulated when your kiddo has it. Um, and and so it's going to bring up some stuff, right? It's going to bring up some pain, some wounds. And so therapy can help you to understand 
why that is showing up, where that piece is getting triggered. Um, likewise, sometimes we might kind of be on the overcorrecting realm. So maybe we um, grew up with something in our own family system and we're like, I don't want to be like my parents. I'm going to do things differently. And for a lot of us, that might mean like, oh, like I want my kiddo to always know that they are loved and always know that they are safe and always know that I care about them. And sometimes your kiddo is going to have a hard time, even if you're doing all the right things. Sometimes they're going to be upset with you or you're going to have to work to like help them learn boundaries and tolerate boundaries. And that's tough. <laughs> um, and sometimes we can feel like, oh, am I being a bad parent because I can't attend to them 110%. And so therapy is also going to be a place to kind of process like, ooh, are there areas where I'm overcorrecting that maybe I can give myself a little bit of flexibility and space in? So no matter what it is, it can show up in a ton of different ways, not just those couple ways, but um, parenthood tends to trigger our own attachment stuff, which makes sense. My cat just jumped on my lap. So if you're watching, you might um, see him or you might hear him. Um, but yeah, so parenthood is going to trigger those different pieces showing up for us. And that's a really nice invitation to say, okay, I want to process that right now. Now I'm more aware of it. And now is a great time to work on that. And again, this is something that we probably all wish our parents would have done, right? We maybe see like, oh, grandma so-and-so did this to my mom and now my mom's doing it to me. And gosh, I wish my mom just figured that out so she didn't repeat that pattern, right? So we get this opportunity to identify when we might be repeating or overcompensating for that pattern and we can shift that. The third thing is, and I think this one is so important for parents who are in a partnership, is therapy allows us and, and really gives us tools to connect with our partner during this phase of parenthood. So most parents, most couples who are parents, um, your relationship is going to go through some ebbs and flows, right? Um, when you have a baby and a toddler, that's going to require a lot of your energy. And so it's going to feel like there's less time and space to connect with your partner in the ways that you maybe have connected to before. As your kiddo gets older, right, maybe it is really figuring out, like, how do we navigate these different boundaries? How do we get on the same page? Um, how do we navigate these ever-changing relationship dynamics in our family? As your kiddo grows older and maybe spends more time with their friends or maybe, right, eventually moves out of the house, it is, okay, now how do I reconnect with my partner? Um, in ways that we have space to now, but maybe haven't really connected to. So therapy is a great, is a great place to work on that connection before it's like, oh, I've lost connection with my partner and now I want to reconnect now that my children are, are all grown and out of the home. How do I do that? Um, of course, therapy is great in that stance too. But when we kind of connect to therapy earlier, whether it be couples therapy or it can also be just individual therapy, kind of noticing what's shown up for me in my relationship and what ways do I want to connect with my partner. Um, couples therapy, of course, is a nice added benefit because we can work on those communication skills together. Um, we can practice those connection skills outside of session and have that therapy session as that accountability piece. But no matter how you do it, it's a great way to say, okay, we have some more limited resources. We might have to get creative in how we connect. Um, date nights might look a little bit different if we don't have uh, the, the amount of childcare that we maybe ideally would have. 
And so how do we create these moments of connection, these date nights, whatever it's going to be in this season of life? This season of life isn't going to be forever. So how do we also accept that it's okay if this doesn't look ideal, right? And we can ride this together. We can grow in our relationship together in this weird phase of life. Um, So kind of a both and of acceptance as well as getting creative and, and working on how we can connect. So I think therapy is a really great place for that. And again, it's going to have great effects for your child too, because uh, they're going to uh, get to see, see you work on your relationship and see that healthy communication modeled to them by their parents. And then they get to seek that in their relationships down the road if, if they choose to have relationships down the road. So um, I think that's a really, a really nice way therapy can be helpful for parents in, in any season of parenthood for sure. The next one, the fourth uh, benefit I have here is that therapy helps us connect to our own sense of identity in all of these different life transitions, right? So each stage of parenthood is going to have some different phases for us. And while we don't necessarily change just because of that, it makes sense that we're going to have a hard time connecting to those different pieces of our identity during those phases. And I think likewise, just as we age, just as we grow up, um, things that are important to us, things that we value change. And so I think going to therapy in parenthood when your resources, your time and ability to connect to the things that maybe are your hobbies or maybe connecting in your friendships or relationships or whatever it is, like what your life used to look like, that's going to look different. Um, And so you're kind of exploring, how do I carve out space to connect to the things that are important to me? It's also a great time to just kind of connect to like, what is important to me, right? Maybe that changes because things in my life change. um, And maybe that also changes just because I'm I'm growing and we're always changing and we're always um, kind of evolving into, you know, new directions in our life. And that's not a bad thing. It's actually a really good thing. And therapy for anyone just growing, whether you're a parent or not, um, figuring out how you want to connect to that sense of self is a really beautiful thing. But right, for a lot of folks, parenthood can be all-consuming. It takes a lot of our energy, attention, time, space, emotions, um, everything. And so it can be really hard to connect to a sense of identity outside of parenthood. Obviously, when you become a parent, part of who you are is going to be a parent, right? Like that's going to be a really big part of who you are. So you don't have to like push that away. That gets to be important. And there's also space for the things that are uniquely you that are outside of parenthood, whether it be um, hobbies that you really enjoy doing or things that you enjoy doing with friends or travel or whatever it is. Um, These things that are uniquely you your values, all of this still exists. Um, So how can we carve out space for it? How can we allow it to be important, even if maybe it's not showing up in the same way that it used to during this season, which isn't going to be forever, but we want to still have some space for these things um, so that they can can kind of have that tether in our life that we maybe can grow in, in even some more space down the road too, when maybe we're in a phase of life that has more space for it. So doing that sense of self stuff is, is huge. And that's like a big reason that we can go to therapy. And I think that um, maybe doesn't get as much credit as 
as it needs. I think a lot of times we think as therapy, it's like, this is where I go when my mental health is really struggling or when I feel like I'm hitting rock bottom or when I, I feel like I can't function in the way that I used to. Obviously, therapy is really good for that. Um, and therapy is really good for just some self-exploration, self-discovery, and growing into ourselves in new ways as, as we age. And the last benefit that I have here, which is certainly not least, um, but therapy gives us space to identify the priorities that we want to connect to in this season of life. So every season of life um, that we're in, whether it be um, in, you know, education and career or, you know, shifts in relationship or where we live or whatever, right, each season of life as well as the seasons of parenthood, which are going to include like times when maybe we're, we're trying to grow our family or when we are pregnant or when we are, um, you know, new parents or parents of toddlers or children or teenagers or parents of adults. Um, each of those phases are going to have different needs. There's going to be different things that we attend to in that. And so our priorities are going to shift just like they would in any other transition in life, which we're constantly going through transitions in life, right? Like life is about uh, lots of transition and change. And then yes, like periods of time where things kind of stay the same and then we have more transition and change. And that is just what life is. And transitions can be complicated. They can feel hard. Um, you know, everyone's going to experience them differently. I know myself as someone who's a bit more highly sensitive, transitions can bring up my stuff, right? And, and make it hard for me to identify what do I need to attend to? What do I need to bring more flexibility to? All of that kind of stuff. And our priorities and the expectations that we hold on ourselves and how we navigate those things needs to change. It needs to adjust. And Therapy is a great space to just process, okay, what's all going on in my life right now? And how do I how do I hold my attention on certain things? And where is it okay for me to pull attention back from a little bit? Right. So for example, for for me and and my husband at home, right? Like I think before our toddler, we maybe had a bit more focus on like, okay, we want to like the end of the day, really like do a deep clean and feel like the our, our home and our space and our energy can be nice and tidy and we go to bed and in the morning things feel a little bit more fresh. And while that's still important to us, right, when we can, when we have the time and space, if the evening's going well, a lot of times our toddler joins us in the cleaning. She loves to help vacuum, quote unquote help. Um, so sometimes we still get to connect to that, but sometimes we don't. For example, last night, uh, she's teething. She's not having a great time. <laughs> Evenings are rough. And so we went to bed with a house that was a little chaotic. And sometimes it's tough for us. Um, I think especially for my partner, that's <laughs> that's tough noticing like, oh, like this is a phase of life that's going to feel a little bit different in that priority. That doesn't mean that priority totally goes away, but we need to be flexible with ourselves. of like, we only have so much energy to attend to all of these different priorities. And so sometimes that's going to look a little bit different. So that's kind of a, a small example, but there can be big examples too um, in just ways of how we can be flexible with ourselves and our expectations on ourselves, not feel like we're a less worthy person because we're not attending to those priorities in the same way that we used to. 
So that, that flexibility and as well as feeling good about the areas that we can connect into and recognizing how important that is and how much work that sometimes is, is huge. So therapy is great to, to explore that. So those are the five, my, my five at this moment, like top benefits of why therapy can be really helpful for parents. There's a lot more benefits. Um, I think, again, kind of like I said at the beginning of this, even if you don't feel like you're super struggling with this, um, parenthood, it, it changes a lot of what our daily life looks like. And so just having some space in therapy to process that and explore the things we need, even if we don't feel like we're drowning in it can be really nice and it can allow us to grow and, and find strength in, in this time rather than feel like our life is maybe like on, on pause in different ways. So that's, I think what's really lovely. If you're a parent listening and you've been thinking about therapy, maybe now's the time to hop on and um, find someone that you resonate with, you know, and, and I say sometimes it, it takes lots of Google searches or searching on psychology today or connecting with um, other people in your community to be like, okay, what therapists around me specialize in this that I might want to work with. Um, and here as well, I'll kind of pitch my practice a little bit here. So if you live in Minnesota and are looking to do this work, my practice is called Minnesota Attachment Collective. Um, I do therapy there. I have a couple other therapists with me that do that work too. And um, we've got openings and we love working on this stuff. So you can always head to our website. I'll link that in the bio and learn more about us, learn more about our services. You can schedule super easily online, all of that jazz. So that's my little plug. Um, and if you don't live in Minnesota, just be picky with who you choose, right? Like ask around, do lots of searches, all of that stuff. I know it's hard to do that, but it can really pay off. Like finding someone who loves doing that work, who you feel connected with, who you kind of vibe with, that makes a really big difference. So I, I hope that serves you well. I hope you hold space for whatever you need and have a lovely rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If I referenced any links in this episode, you can find them below in the show notes. If you like the Ground and Grow podcast, I would greatly appreciate a rate and review from wherever you're listening so that others can find us too. If you'd like to be the first to know when new episodes are coming out, you can subscribe as well as follow me on Instagram at Kayla Estenson Wellness for all updates. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day and I look forward to connecting with you again soon.